Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, and we have breaking news. Johnson & Johnson has just been approved for the, uh, F- by the FDA for emergency use of uh, a vaccine for the COVID virus. This could mean millions and millions of people that could get the COVID virus that need it so badly. Joe Biden, our new president, has a goal of having at least 100 million people's uh, shots in people's arms. And this even makes us more hopeful. Um, also, should Donald Trump, former former president, whose name should not be known that I just said, should he be prosecuted criminally for his charge, for his uh, actions as president or before president? Also, President Biden steps up and makes his first airstrikes authorized. Were meant they were meant to punish the perpetrators of the rocket attacks, but not to escalate hostilities with Iran. They destroyed nine office buildings in just boom. That's how powerful the United States of America is. Also, finally, Lady Gaga's dogs have been stolen from her in Los Angeles and the people that were walking her dog, actually it was one guy named Eric, was shot in the chest. Lady Gaga is now offering over a million and a half dollars for no questions asked. We'll figure out whether the police like that or not. And with that, all you need to know, radio starts right now. Hey guys. We need some help. All right, let's welcome, welcome Almost Woolworths with Ward Janun. Hey, Almost, how are you tonight? I'm wonderful. Thanks for asking, John. How are you doing? I'm doing a lot better, my friend. So, what do you think about the Johnson and Johnson breaking news? I, it's a very hopeful thing, like you said. Um, I agree. Um, the 
my understanding is that um, it's slightly less effective in clinical trials, but it is a single shot rather than two doses, which hopefully will um, significantly increase or speed up the time frame by which we can get um, about 75% of the American populace vaccinated, which is what constitutes herd immunity, um, according to public health experts. And um, at that point, you know, once we have 75% or more of Americans vaccinated, everything can open up again. We can have concerts and walk or walk into a store without a mask. So um, I'm pretty excited to have this new vaccine approved. And um, I'm very, very pleased with the effectiveness of um, the Biden administration in um, getting the American people this vaccine um in a much more expeditious manner than um, had the previous administration. So here are the key food drug administration adversary panel on Friday, back Johnson mm-hmm. and Johnson, single shot, uh, coronavirus uh, vaccine for emergency use. It's a non-binding decision by the FDA vaccines and mm-hmm. regulated. We don't need all that. The key food and drug administration advisory panel on Friday anonymously backed Johnson Johnson single shot. Let's see. Um, the head of the, uh, over the last few weeks, cases yeah. in hospital administration in the United States have been coming down since early January, with deaths and declining in the past week. Uh, a White House mm-hmm. news briefing, but the last data suggests that this declines may be stalling potentially leveling off are still very high number you believe that yes it it, it does appear based upon um the data that i've seen that um we had this very sad peak of cases and deaths in december of 2020 um and since that peak was hit, and it was a very high peak, which represents, you know, millions and millions of people being actively ill with COVID and thousands of those people dying, we have come down steadily from that very high peak. But uh, according to some data reports that I've seen in the last couple of days, it appears that um, some of the speed from which we are coming off the peak is slowing down, um, which can be attributed to a number of factors. Um, And I'm not an epidemiologist, but my understanding is that essentially, um, despite vaccines increasing, um, as we've talked about on the show before, pandemic fatigue and people um, being irresponsible continues to occur. And the, you know, people are getting sick, even though there is a decrease in um, the total number of cases from its peak in December. Okay, so real quick, let's get, let's do some housekeeping. First of all, tonight's mm-hmm. show is brought to you by American Wealth Group USA. That's our exclusive sponsor. You can find them on Facebook at American Wealth Group USA. Now, make sure you put on there that you heard about it on All You Need to Know Radio, and you get 50% off their debt, ma- debt settlement and debt management services. Also, when we're talking to almost about normal things that have nothing to do with the law, 
He's simply giving us his personal opinion. We want to make sure that that mm. is out there very clear. And I think you agree with that, right, almost? Absolutely. You know, I, I, I try to be as accurate as I possibly can when, um, especially when giving something like a, a essentially a news report when I'm explaining exactly. what happened in a story. Um, it, I just want to make sure analysis, that you're not giving a legal opinion. You're giving a personal that, opinion, correct. and I know that's a very big concern of yours also. <laughs> yeah, well, one of my, my, my big concern is I never want – it's actually almost the other way, sir. My big concern is I never want one of my legal opinions, like a legal analysis of – for example, you frequently ask me, and I think – I believe it's a topic of today's show, You know, should Donald Trump be charged for the crime? And that's um, – I can give legal analysis without giving formal legal advice. I never want a listener of ours to believe that I'm giving them legal advice that applies to their specific situation. Awesome. Okay, so then we're on mm-hmm. we are on the same page. But backwards yes, a little bit. Look everybody look forward, but look back. They I think everybody understands what we were trying to say. <laughs> I agree. Guys, if you want to be part of the show, call five one six <laughs> Call 516-531-9990. We'd love to have your opinion as to what we're talking about. So the vaccine, COVID-19 to me, is not going to go away anytime soon. No matter what we're doing, the bottom line is is I really feel like it's going to be a part of our lives for a while. And the reason is, is a lot mm-hmm. because of what you said almost, is because of the mm-hmm. irresponsibility of people. It's just going to be human for people to think, oh, my God. The numbers are dropping. Everything's getting better, so it's not going to affect me. That's the exact opposite, Mm. guys. We need to bunker down even harder than we ever had to get rid of this shit. If we don't, it's going to be around forever. And I would say that I I am hopeful that over time – most of the we do reach that American populace of that herd immunity of you know seventy five percent or more of the American populace will take the vaccine. Um, I have seen some pretty concerning polling that seems to indicate that approximately a third of Americans will absolutely refuse the vaccine no matter what. Um, but that's it's just a matter reasons. of that's so sad. Uh, it's all for political reasons. I, I agree, and they're 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 frankly it, it's it's foolish and it's it's a problem, but um, the truth is is that the the government can and should do something about that um, by uh, working very very hard on public messaging and public service announcements, and I believe that the Ad Council, which is basically the federal government's advertising agency, has for the first time put out, as of like yesterday, put out an advertisement um, to uh, for that purpose to try to convince people who are skeptical of the vaccine that it's safe and effective and will help them. Um, yeah, you will and, be. You know, we'll go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, we'll you're fine. I was going to say. We'll be joining in that ad yeah, campaign yeah. next week. Good, good. And and you know, I'm I'm not sure um how effective it will be, but just taking the step is a good thing. And um I, I'm interested to see 
if your prognostication, yeah, and and honestly, I'm a pr- I'm pretty optimistic about it because of how well the Biden administration has done in the first. They've been in office for less than 37 days. I, I believe today is his 37th day in office, yes, and um, when, when he took office, one and a half percent of Americans were vaccinated uh, with two doses. And I believe the number today is 6%. So that's millions of, I mean, that's a huge amount of um, people who have received vaccines in a short period of time. Now, a lot of those people were always going to take it, you know, or healthcare workers and um, people who very, very much want it. But I think, you know, shortly within the, right now we're supply limited. The number of people who want the vaccine um, exceeds the supply that we have of the vaccine. I'm pretty sure the real test is going to happen when we're flipped and we're demand limited. And I, I think that we're going to be have sufficient supply of the vaccine. According to the Biden administration, they're, they're, they've purchased enough vaccines for every American. And um, I, I believe we're going to have sufficient supply of the vaccine by midsummer. And then yeah, it's going to be a question of hundreds, yeah. 100 million doses of the vaccine by the end of June. Right, exactly. And so uh, upon receipt of all of those, we haven't actually received them. The, when I say we, the federal government hasn't actually received those vaccines from the, or, from the orders that they've placed. But when they're received, it'll be flipped on its head. And right now, you know, demand outstrips supply, but pretty soon supply is going to outstrip demand. And at that point, that's where the real challenge will arise in, in terms of um, – ensuring that people kind of on the margins, not the people who are dead set anti-vaxxers as it were, but the the people on the margins of that who may or may not uh, want to take the vaccine, we're going to have to convince them. And, you know, if you can convince 15% of the American populace who were not going to take it to take it, then we will reach herd immunity. Now, if you're wrong, if you're if I'm wrong, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to do that. If I'm wrong and you're right, John, and because of people's foolishness and irresponsibility, um, and you know brainwashing for political purposes, we can we cannot get to herd immunity. We can get to like 65, 70, but we can't get to that 75 or above number. I, I'm interested to see how the market will respond. Because I wouldn't be surprised if in the future there's going to be restrictions on things like travel, entertainment, dining, bars, that kind of thing to, to people who, have, who could prove that they've received the vaccine. And um, it, it might be really, really interesting if there's this second class of individuals who cannot use certain – um, private businesses like airlines because they are refuse to take the vaccine. That, are you suggesting they may mm-hmm. test every single person before they get on the, on the plane or they have to show their COVID negative? Or, or I, I know it's the other way. I'm suggesting that every single person before they got on a plane would have to show a certificate of some kind that they've been vaccinated. They've been vaccinated. Okay. You, do you see it's what I'm saying? And I do see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. It, it, it is similar. And I, I Absolutely. A private business is allowed to refuse service to anyone for any reason that's non-discriminatory for certain protective classes. But is an airline a private private business when they get help from the government financially? (laughs) 
<laughs> in our system of government, the answer to that question is yes. Um, I understand. I understand where you're going with that, um, and you know, there is a reasonable argument to be made that there, that um, certain types of critical infrastructure, like airlines, could be nationalized. You know, a lot of countries with different systems of government and economics do, in fact, nationalize their airlines. Um, but that's not what we have in America. I mean, you know, uh, Southwest Airlines competes with United, and um, they have the right to refuse service to anyone. Well, we love uh, arguments on both sides, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So the, I'm a little disappointed in the Biden administration, and you tell me if I'm wrong. With mm. the fifth minimum wage hike is never going to make it into the coronavirus bill. It's not part mm-hmm. of the coronavirus bill. It should be well, $100 stimulus check. It should be a, up, upping the unemployment. It should be giving money mm-hmm. to schools to bring them up to date so they are, can be COVID, uh, COVID help as best as they can. And it should be giving money to businesses to stay in business because of COVID taking away from their businesses. I don't you, you agree will get with mm-hmm. being in there, and they and they know it's not going to pass. It just makes them sound like they're they're not listening to the American people. So it's a it's a very challenging thing what you're describing, John, because you, you know I'm as as longtime listeners to the show know I'm a dyed in the wool unapologetic liberal progressive, and obviously I agree with you that um, we should raise the minimum wage to a you know something above a subsistence starvation wage, uh, fifteen sixteen dollars an hour or potentially even more. Is, is likely appropriate to keep pace with inflation and productivity. Um, the, in terms of including it in the bill or not including it in the bill, um, there's a very um, technical uh, parliamentary rule that the Democrats and the budget committee chaired by Bernie Sanders were attempting to rely upon to um, – provide a $1.9 trillion stimulus, including a substantial minimum wage hike with um, going through the typical um, voting process, which would require a supermajority to overcome a Republican filibuster in the Senate. So they were trying to use the reconciliation process, uh, which can only work for budgetary bills and is subject to scoring by the um, allegedly nonpartisan um, government accountability office and congressional budget office. Um, the parliamentarian of the Senate is a nonpartisan position that gets to decide um, whether or not that scoring is sufficiently budget neutral or budget positive such that it can be included in a reconciliation bill. This is really technical stuff here. And I'm sorry if your listeners' eyes are glazing over, but I'm trying to explain it as accurately as I can. Thank you, um, what happened yeah, what happened is the Senate parliamentarian um basically reviewed the uh, GAO, the, the Government Accountability Office's scoring for the minimum wage portion of the um, COVID-19 stimulus package that's currently before the Budgetary Committee and 
declined. They said they said that um, the minimum wage hike portion of the bill um, is not sufficiently budget neutral or budget positive such that it is unable to be used as part of reconciliation. And that's like the that's like the legal detail of how they did that. Um, basically, despite the Democrats having a slim 50-50 plus Kamala Harris um, majority in the Senate, they can't actually get this through over the filibuster. On That's the kind of legal basis of why the minimum wage hike is being killed. That said, I think it's um, I, I think it's a mistake for a bunch of reasons, and we can talk about that if you'd like. Yeah, let's talk about that when we come back. This is our uh, that means we need to take a break. And when we come back, we will continue to talk about the coronavirus and all the things that Amos is talking about. Because, because listen, listen because it does not sound right to me. It's not going to work this way. And um, I knew it wasn't going to work, but two weeks ago, Joe Biden said in an interview that it wasn't going to happen. It probably wasn't going to pass. So uh, this is All You Need to Know Radio. Our show is brought to you by American Wealth USA Group. Go to American Wealth USA Group now to find them on Facebook and tell them you heard about it on All You Need to Know Radio and you get 50% on our services. Don't touch that dial. We'll see you on the other side. Driving less. Isn't it time car insurance companies offer a discount for that? At Elephant Insurance, we do. Elephant's new work-from-home discount is simple. The more days you work from home, the bigger your discount. Elephant's easy online tools show you ways to save, helping you find dependable coverage that fits your needs. That's insurance on your terms. See how much you can save with Elephant's new work-from-home discount. Get a quote today at Elephant.com. Friendship. don't have to pay for medicine, housing, food. It's just amazing to just raise money for such a cause. We're helping children. Thank you. It's a great cause. Hey, is anybody out there looking for some advertising that you will definitely get some response from? Well, All You Need to Know Radio is ready to open up our market, and we're only going to be taking just a few people as uh, commercials and we have a executive sponsor at this time however we are always looking for different things if you're interested in advertising with us you get personalized service like uh this is john hollywood your host of all you need to know radio i write your own commercial i ask you a few questions about your business and um, we can talk about price. We can talk about uh, me voicing the commercial. We can talk about how we can help your business expand, and it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Once again, All You Need to Know Radio wants to know, do you want to make some more money for your business? If you do, then go to All You Need to Know Radio on Facebook and let us know. It has to mean something. So we make sure this means something, that we've done everything to make your shopping, test driving, and car buying experience the way it should be. CarMax.
right, everybody. Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. We have Almost with us. Remember, our show is exclusively sponsored by American Wealth Group USA. American Wealth Group USA Group and American Wealth USA Group Now is how you can find them on Facebook. They do debt settlement and debt negotiation. Almost, let's get back to our discussion about the coronavirus, uh, the $1.9 trillion bill. And uh, how the fifteen dollar is not going to hand it's not going to work. Yes, sir. So, so I think that the, the Democrats and the Democratic Party, and we've we've talked about this before on this show. They're because it's such a big tent party, and they're ideologically divided. There are certain Democrats who are um, progressives, like people like myself, or. Um, people in the mold of Senator Bernie Sanders or Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who strongly favor um, left-wing politics vis-a-vis social democracies in Europe, things like um, universal health care, university family and medical leave, uh, universal child care, more uh, support for unions and uh, higher and a more progressive tax code with higher taxes on the rich. Um, and then there's other types of Democrats who, even though they're in the same political party, are vastly different from a, from a policy perspective um, and, you know, do not favor universal health care, do not favor um, uh, strong pro-union uh, moves. Uh, do not favor providing um, every American with free child care if they want it. And so, you know, those, those people, for, and a lot of those people are people in positions of power, like Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden. And I, I, I think that if the Democrats truly wanted to raise the minimum wage, they could do so in a stand alone bill, so not a budget bill, but a bill not and without trying to use the reconciliation process, but instead using the bully pulpit and public opinion, which is grossly in favor of raising the minimum wage. I saw a public opinion poll that indicates over 75% of voters and a large percentage of Republican voters support raising the minimum wage to at least $15 an hour. It is not a um, radical position. And by um, attaching it to a complex uh, budget bill and COVID release bill and trying to use the reconciliation process to do it, the, the Democrats are giving up their ability to use public messaging to effectuate change in government. And um, messaging, in my opinion, is in some ways today in 2021 more important than the substance of policy because we need individuals to actually care about politics and by messaging effectively for things like the increase in the minimum wage, the Democrats will get people who maybe aren't super in tune with politics, people on the um, lower end of the economic spectrum to um, care about the issues and vote. So that, that that's my perspective from a political 
angle. From a policy angle, I mean, I think it's it's a no-brainer. Everybody agrees that the minimum federal minimum wage should be higher than seven dollars and twenty-five cents an hour. Um, but it's it's a question of how do you get it done with politics? I think I see Sarat downstairs. You saw the same one. So, I saw the same poll, and it was 75% uh-huh. if it wasn't higher. Mm-hmm. And I definitely agree with you that if they would just do it as a standalone bill with no pork, with nothing in it mm-hmm. but just the $15 an hour, I think that they would have a hard time not passing it. Because, yeah. like, to talk about people that are being very um, – Immature, you know, there are a lot of Republicans that are at some event that Donald, the former president, is going to speak at. And CPAC, the Conservative Political yeah. Action Committee. And they're not even there to vote. Nope. I mean, but they are there okay. to worship a literal golden calf. Did, did you see the golden it. statue? There was, a, yes. they, there was a golden statue of Donald Trump, and – it's that they wheeled out at CPAC today, and it's, I mean, sad, pathetic. It's the golden calf. It's it, it's it's ridiculous. And I, I'm not a religious man. I mean, I'm, I'm Jewish, but I, I don't, I don't, you know, really closely follow anything. And <laughs> everybody knows that story. Um, that you're not supposed to worship false idols. You're not supposed to worship false. I, I don't understand why they would think that that would be a good thing to do on their case. It's tone deaf. Definitely tone deaf. <laughs> I mean, when you say that again, sir. Hello. I would definitely say they're tone deaf, and they're not getting mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. They're just not and, and... getting it at all. It's just it's it's sad, and you know you would I think that everybody thought that with us having fifty fifty puts us with the majority, but I think they forgot about some guy named um, what's his name, Cinnamon and Joe Molt. What's his name? Mansion. It's, it's, it's Mansion. I think they forgot about Cinnamon yeah. and Mansion, and they're voting against Cinema everything from- Democrat. <laughs> Well, you know, Senator Manchin. The bird rule. I, I, I yes. So, so Senator Manchin is a conservative Democrat, and you know, five minutes ago I was just talking about there's you know progressive Democrats and there are Democrats that are a little bit more conservative, and Joe Manchin is definitely on the more conservative end. Um, that said. Um, the Democrats need him. I mean, he, we are 50-50 in the Senate. He's from West Virginia, which consistently votes red for Republicans in statewide elections. But um, Mr. Manchin, because of his um, unique blend of person-focused politics – he focuses a lot on families in West Virginia – and his um, pro-coal outlook – which is very important to West Virginia, right. gets elected by the West Virginian populace, but um, and votes 
with the Democrats greater than 90% of the time, but occasionally he crosses over and um, is considered kind of the most swingy vote in the Senate for Democrats. Cinema, uh, in some ways, um, from out of Arizona, in some ways is similar. Arizona is a purple state, and you know most of the time she votes with the Democrats, but when there is a um, when there is a uh, vote on a, on a specific issue that's near and dear to her or to Mr. Manchin, like for Manchin, it's coal, and I think I think for um, cinema is very in tune with charter schools and certain aspects of education policy. Um, they do vote against democratic tendencies, and you know I don't like that. It's clearly not my policy preference, but from a matter of politics, not policy, I actually think that it's a mistake for Democrats to beat those guys up so much. We want them to be in our side when we really need them to be, like when Manchin indicated his support for Interior Secretary Deb Holland, almost guaranteeing that she's going to be confirmed. I think that happened on Tuesday. Right. Okay, so at the mm-hmm. 1.9 trillion House Corona package mm-hmm. contains a wide range, a wide range, excuse me, of proposals to mm-hmm. help Americans struggling with the economic fallout. I want to let everybody know that on the $1,400 checks, if you owe the IRS money in the past, the law was changed at the beginning of the year that you will not get that money. That money will be applied mm-hmm. to the money that you've owed to the IRS in the past which is a change, which kind of saddens me because the Trump administration made sure that's not where it went to. So wondering if the Biden administration is not keeping their eye on the ball of this is going to people who are unemployed, who are hungry, who are at risk at losing their homes. Joe Biden mm-hmm. is looking at providing a wider tax break. Those kind of things don't help immediately. The full House is expected to vote on the bill, which largely mirrors Biden's relief proposal on Friday. If your family makes less than 200000 a year, the bill will provide direct payments of $1,400, which you and I just discussed. Uh, he's looking at extending the unemployment insurance. Right now, you get $300 a week more. You would start getting uh, $400 a week more instead, and it, he is, it would ex- expire March, 30, March 15th. And he would extend it to August the 29th. If you're hungry, food stamps, um, representatives mm-hmm. will see a 15% increase in benefits through September, and it will expire in June because uh, it was set to expire in June, but now it would expire in September. And families who have children whose schools are closed may be able to receive pandemic or EPT benefits through the summer. If you're behind on your rent, or mortgage, the legislation would send roughly $19.1 billion to state and local governments to help low-income ho- low income housing cover back rent, rent assistance, and utility bills, and about $10 billion would be authorized to help struggling homeowners pay their bills. Also, it would extend the uh, eviction moratorium to September 30th of this year. So those are the kind of things, and there's there's a couple of other things, but those are the kind yeah. of things that people need help with, and mm-hmm. I don't think we need to hold it back 
by knowing that they're not going to have votes for the fifteen dollar. I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. Even if the because of the Senate parliamentarian and that legal um, machination that I described a minute ago. The $15 an hour minimum wage hike is not going to be included in that bill. The bill is still incredibly important for the American people and um, has all kinds of positive developments um, for small businesses and individuals and families alike. That's right. So it's got the it's got for small businesses provide 15 billion to emergency injury disaster loan program which provides long-term low-interest loans for small business administration. Uh, severely impacted small business than few – this is Joe Biden says something differently here. He wants small businesses with fewer than 10 workers to be given priority over the larger companies. Mm-hmm. I believe that's actually already in place. Yes. I think he mm-hmm. already did that, did? but it's something he did. Yeah. yeah. Correct. It was an executive order. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. We love those executive orders. He does, too. I think he signed more than any president in history, right? Uh, Donald Trump, I believe, did, yes. Yeah, well, I, think Donald, term, I think he surpassed Donald Trump at this point, I think. Uh, who? Be wrong. Who? Biden. Joe Biden? No, Yeah, he has signed like 40, 42. Yeah. That's a lot. Right, but um, it is a lot, and frankly, a, a fairly large number of those are um, – withdrawing or amending Trump's executive actions. So um, just for example, Trump made a very controversial executive action um, that the architecture for all new federal buildings needed to be neoclassical style, which is just idiotic for a whole bunch of reasons that I can go into if you're interested. But um, I believe yesterday or the day before that, uh, Joe Biden, via executive order, um, rescinded that executive order, and now new government buildings can be normal-looking office buildings. Anything else? I mean, that that was just one example. Um, Yes. Um, For example, um, I believe there was a recent, maybe today or perhaps yesterday, um, Biden issued a different executive action to um, to, to revoke Trump's visa ban from certain countries such that um, people from – countries that need to obtain visas to visit America, um, like let's say, for example, Ecuador. Um, I don't – I believe – I just pulled that off the top of my head, but I believe that that's a a country that to travel to America as a tourist or for business, you would need to obtain a visa. Um, You you can't just use your passport, and um, my understanding is under Trump. Wouldn't it be Mm -hmm. funny if he actually – Revoked Donald Trump's visa. <laughs> <laughs> well, but Donald Trump's an American citizen, but I hear you. Yeah, Donald Trump's an American citizen, but I hear you. No, Donald Trump's an American citizen, so he he doesn't need a visa. Um, so, and um, a a executive action targeting. Okay, could he do that? Was your question? An executive yes. action targeting one person, targeting an individual, would likely be held to be an unconstitutional. Bill of a tender, which basically means you can't make a law that goes after one individual person. So, what about a family? Um, 
um, uh, that that would likely also be a bill of attainder. So you mean Donald um, Trump might win in court once? <laughs> <laughs> well, only if oh, the thing is, is because unlike Donald Trump, the Biden administration actually listens to its counsel. Right. Um, they wouldn't do it. They just wouldn't do it. So they wouldn't. Right. There wouldn't be a lawsuit to lose. Um, so real quick, if we, I'm going to skip the next commercial break. If we can have you for five more minutes, and let's move to absolutely. the uh, criminals thing. Okay, great. All right, guys. So once again, this is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio, with my sidekick and my amazing uh, constitutional attorney, attorney of all attorneys, almost Woolworths with Ward and Nunn. Let's talk about can Donald Trump, now that he has been fictitiously <laughs> with spineless ass senators that just have no morals, no personal respect. No respect for their seat, no respect for this country. They were hiding mm. under the desk in fear of their lives because Donald Trump sipped a mob on them. And our people stood up and protected them, and they turned their back on the Capitol Police. So they gave a vote. The vote was bogus, in my opinion. But now Donald Trump was even – I was going to play it, but I don't want to give him any more playtime either. But Mitch McConnell – said, and this was his words, Trump was practically, morally responsible for the riot after voting not guilty He that he did. He voted not guilty to impeach him. And he said, McConnell states, Trump has not yet gotten away with anything, pushing for criminal and civil charges against the former president. Should former President Donald Trump be arrested, indicted and arrested, in your opinion? In my opinion, I arrested – I'm not certain if that's necessary, but I do think that they're based upon publicly available reports and my understanding of the facts. He is properly subject to indictment in multiple jurisdictions. Um, well, let's I, talk I about New they, York. They just right. – the Supreme Court just cleared the way. I'm sure you're aware of this. They just cleared yes, the way for his uh, tax returns. In fact, they've had them now for two days. In fact, it's over a and million it, pages long. I was about to say it's very importantly the new the the New York Times and other um, uh, outlets have reported this accurately, but a lot of outlets have actually reported this inaccurately. The tax returns is not the is not the prize. It's the tax returns and all the stuff uh, surrounding Email. the tax returns. Yeah, the, the communications with the Trump organization uh, to, to explain the numbers underlying the tax returns. That's the prize. And so um, the, my understanding uh -huh. is in these tax returns and listening to Michael Cohen's testimony, where I don't know whether to believe, believe it or not, but I choose to mm. believe it just by, by gut mm -hmm. because he went to mm -hmm. prison. I mean he went and he paid his debt to society, and now it's Donald Trump's time to pay the piper. Now, right. my understanding is Donald Trump embellished his uh, net worth when he needed it to mm -hmm. for investors and banks to get loans, and he diminished mm -hmm. it when he needed to pay less in taxes. Do I get that right? That's basically accurate, and my, my understanding of um, Cohen's testimony, it's, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, he would inflate the value of his real property, his real estate. Um, 
when he was trying to get investors or you know um, people to buy into it, but then he would um, dramatically and likely tax fraudulently um, make large write-offs on his taxes for alleged losses for those same properties, um, and it's unclear whether or not which, which of those figures was correct. Was it the the high one or the low one, or was both of them were false? And um, that's probably everybody keeps fraud. talking about intent. Mm-hmm. How do you mm-hmm. prove intent? Like, can you and give us an why, example? Uh, yes. So, so proof of intent can come in multiple different ways, and um, you know the most obvious is some sort of admission. Um, if there's some, you know, people refer to a smoking gun, um, something where a person just comes right out and says it, you know, we're going to deflate our assets here and we're going to inflate our assets here. There you go. And so, you know, one of the reasons why those millions of pages of um, communications, emails and stuff are so important is because you can tie together several different communication threads to show an admission. Um, there, there also may be um, other types of evidence. So, for example, you could get a third party or a witness to testify as to the other party's intent. Um, and, and, you know, multiple areas of potential criminal liability here, uh, campaign finance violations, um, issues with the um, misspending mis- of inauguration funds, um, issues um, – and this we're just talking about New York. I mean there's a, apparently a pending criminal investigation into Donald Trump in Georgia. Um, right. And he's in my there. opinion – I'm sorry. In I my opinion – Well, I think that there's likely sufficient evidence to indict, but I'm not the prosecutor. Um, and uh, – in D.C., I believe that he likely could be indicted for inciting a riot or inciting um, violence, which I understand is a felony. So, um, you know, his that, and that we're just kind of scratching the surface of the criminal stuff. Uh, I'm also pretty interested in the civil stuff, um, the the multiple civil claims against him um, for a, a broad variety of things. You know, breach of contract and rape. Are pretty different things, and um, you know Ooh, he's being you're, sued. You went there. <laughs> it's well, like a thirteen-year-old girl, being, isn't it? Um, well, there's there's um, a, a case involving an Epstein victim. That I think you're referring to. What I was actually referring to is the um, E.J. Carroll defamation suit, um, where um, she accused Trump of rape. Trump accused her of lying. And she sued Trump for defamation and um, has been seeking his deposition for several years, and he kept being able to weasel out of it because of um, his his office and, frankly, President the Justice Powers. Department was helping him. Yeah, his, the Justice yeah. Department – He, it, it, this the American people might not fully understand this. Um, he got the Justice Department, Bill Barr and um, – government lawyers to intervene in the private civil lawsuit against him for defamation. That's inappropriate. Um, <laughs> but Definitely uh, using, your, using your office for personal gain. Right. And so that's like 
again, that's more of a political issue and potentially su- the proper subject of an impeachment. But um, in terms of the, the, the civil litigation, um, I, I think that he could be in a ton of trouble uh, with regards to the E.J. Carroll, e. Carroll lawsuit. From what I understand, she has DNA evidence, um, which if Mr. Trump submits to a test – um, could potentially prove that he did, in fact, rape her, um, which would be um, very bad for him um, from a civil liability perspective. He would likely, you know, if that matter were to go to trial, he he, he would try to settle if it were proved. And then if the matter were to go to trial, I can see a jury awarding a lot of money um, in favor of Ms. Miss Devo- Carroll. Um, well, I, I'm there, excited there, about yeah. civil – civil cases, mm-hmm. I really am interested in the one in New York and the one mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And the one in New York, they seem to be ready, mm-hmm. set, go with him. I mean, just well, everybody there, out there understands. In New York. Right. Mm-hmm. The one I'm talking about with the grand mm-hmm. jury just released. Mm-hmm. Understand everybody out there that we're not going to see his tax returns right now because grand jury testimony is secret. Supposed to be anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Donald Trump, who knows? <laughs> But almost thank you for your extended time. Here's your two-minute uh, Thank you. There you go. Yes. Um, and, John, thank you so much again for giving me the platform to talk about these important issues of the day. Um, uh, as we discussed at the beginning, in my opinion, the most important issue politically remains the coronavirus. And um, we I'm actually quite hopeful with the advent of the new vaccine and um, Biden's um, – and his administration's excellent initial rollout. I'm hopeful that we can reach the herd immunity. Um, with regards to politics, um, the Republican Party continues to show its craven lunacy in favor of Donald Trump, as described by the Golden Calf statue at CPAC today and Ted Cruz's um, ridiculous trip to Mexico, like we discussed last week. Um, Everybody remain vigilant, keep an eye on Joe Biden and the administration, and demand justice against the perpetrators of the insurrection and other crimes in the prior administration at every chance you can. Thank you so much for your time and attention. That's right. That's almost Wolves with Wolves and None. We'll be right back. Are you tired of hearing your phone ring over and over and over again every single day, day and night, and they just won't stop? No matter how many times you block their phone numbers, no matter how many times you tell them that you can't pay them, they still harass you. Hi, this company is called American Wealth Group USA, and they are ready to go to work for you today. If you are tired of not knowing what to do with your debt, they have the answers for you. With over 30 years of experience of the CEO of this company in the credit and debt industry, he knows and his company knows all the ins and outs of what creditors can and cannot do to consumers. So they may not be lawyers. However, they do know the law and they do have access to lawyers. So if this sounds good to you and you are tired of being in debt, let me tell you something. Right now is one of the best times to jump on this. Call 469-399-7000. 
6390. That is 469-399-6390. You can also find this them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at American Wealth Group USA. Listen, it's a scary thing out there when you have debt, and it's more scary when we have a pandemic that is going on in our country right now. And you're like, okay, what do I do here? Um, do I pay my bills or do I put food on my table? Let me answer that question directly to you. You put food on your table. Your bills will wait. One good thing about this, though, is that your creditors are sitting back not knowing if they're going to get paid or not. So right now, you need the experience and the expertise of American Wealth Group USA to go to work for you right now and settle your debts for pennies on the dollar. We have settled debts owed of American Express of a guy that had cancer. He owed over $140,000. And once we proved to American Express he had cancer, we settled it for $5,000, two payments, and this guy was ecstatic. And by the way, yes, he did survive his cancer. So understand there is something you can do to stop those phone calls, to stop the mail, to stop the just craziness of debt collecting. It is a very frustrating thing, especially if you don't know what they can and cannot do. Also be aware there are a lot of scam artists out there and under federal law, no debt settlement company or debt negotiation company can take any money from a consumer unless they have collected from your creditors. That is not legal advice. It's just the federal law. And we want to make sure everybody is playing by the rules. So why not give someone a call that knows the rules inside and out, over 30 years of experience, American Wealth Group USA, 469-399-6390. That is 469-399-6390. Also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go ahead and give them a call so your phone can stop ringing and they can take over it and make it better for you. Guys, everybody's going through a hard time right now. Wouldn't it be great to actually have somebody that would be friendly with you and explain everything to you in detail. Almost 30 years of experience in the credit and debt industry is what you get with American Wealth Group USA. One more time, the phone number 469-399-6390. That is 469-399-6390. And listen up. Everybody that calls in the next 10 minutes gets 50% off their outstanding debt negotiation services. And you can also go to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you like their post or you comment on their post, you'll get that same 50% off. Last time for the discount, 469-399-6390. Let's make your phone stop ringing. And remember, American Wealth Group USA, ending America's debt one debt at a time to truly make America great again. That service doesn't have fast download and upload speeds. You have. I need-
need to order AT&T Fiber? Click or call now to get a faster internet experience with AT&T Fiber 1 gig internet. With upload speeds up to 20 times faster than Spectrum. Get a faster internet experience for less with AT&T Fiber. And get your home back in harmony. <sighs> Click or call 844-855-1993 to get AT&T Fiber starting at $35 a month for a year. Limited availability in select areas. My Dogs, 
and she wants no questions asked. Well, of course, that's not good. It's basically putting a bounty. It is understood, though. You know, your babies, I would do the same thing if I was Lady Gaga and I had the money she has. Um, really doesn't. It's her, it's her, basically her kids. And um, so we want to make sure everybody understands out there that um, we are going to skip our song pick of the week because we wanted to make sure we did that. Honestly, I don't see anything on the charts that I'm that blown away by, so I don't want to make anything up. So we want to close the show with reminding everyone that Johnson & Johnson as breaking news to the beginning of the show. We um, can announce that they have now been an emergency way they are can start they can start doing the coronavirus vaccines. Remember, Joe Biden has a um, goal of having a hundred million shots in people's arms. I believe they've reached over six or fifty million as of yesterday. So we are halfway there, and he is thirty-seven days in office. The coronavirus package that the American people need is going to be stalled by the criminal Republicans. I mean, I just can't even believe that they are still giving their allegiance to such a fraud of a man makes me have no respect for them. And in fact, what is the Republican Party right now? Are they the party of liars and deceit and the non-American people? What is going on? It It just makes no sense. And with that, guys, the coronavirus numbers are starting to go up. That does not mean that you stop following the directions, such as wearing a mask, simple mask. Wear two masks if it makes you feel better. Doesn't make you look, it doesn't do anything except make you safer. Uh, the other thing is uh, stay six feet apart, social distancing, wash your hands three or four to five times a day, and make sure that you get vaccinated. It's so important that all Americans get vaccinated. And with that, I'm John Hollywood, and remember, keep reaching for the stars, because that's where it all begins. Never let anyone tell you who to love, how to love, or how to make your dream come true. Our show tonight was brought to you exclusively by American Wealth USA Group. Go to Facebook at American Wealth USA Group now and tell them you heard about it on our show. I understand that they've already got a few people that have been calling and sending information over there, so thank you so much. And live from Dallas, we'd like to give a big shout-out to our producer of our show, Maureen Vanderpool. This is John Hollywood, live from Dallas, Texas, and all you need to know, Radio Studios. Don't touch that dial. Make sure you come back next week. Good night, everybody, in America and around the world, hoping for another number one show. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.